Welcome to the Kingdom Impact Podcast. In today's sermon, Apostle Samnenge shares on the God of the Breakthrough. We hope you enjoy the service. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to talk about the God of the Breakthrough. Amen. The God of the Breakthrough. This, this month was declared as the month of breakthrough. Actually, this could be a season of a breakthrough. More, more than just a month. And we're going to take our reading from the book of First Chronicles chapter 14. Verse 8 to 12. First Chronicles is in the Old Testament. All right. First Chronicles chapter 14. Reading from verse 8 to 12. Uh, let me read. Now when the Philistines heard that David was, had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. I want you to take note of that sentence. The first sentence is very key. So when God releases an anointing over your life, the enemy is going to come after you. I like that word. They, they went to search after him. You know, that, this is not the first time David is anointed. Actually, there are three type, times when David was anointed. We'll touch on that also. But there was a significance of this type of anointing that came upon him by Israel. The Bible says, and David heard of it and went out against them. That's an attitude. You don't wait for the devil to knock at your door. One of the reasons why the devil shows up at church is because we don't go out there to deal with Then the Philistines went and made a raid on the valley of Raphim. And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? So every time they must be, you must develop an art or a lifestyle of inquiring of the Lord whenever you're making decisions. The Lord said to him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. So they went up to Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. Then David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Ngako David ganye nematwotsa akhe 
When you get a pal perizim, what figure one one now, a wishful? What kuluma what's he? Gulungulu utipili ding a sandra sammy, what a shula tits a dammy, what a kukula and jangle kukula was am told. Therefore, they called the name of that place Baal Perizim. Nako Leon's away, yes, yet he will be to what's he were, he Baal Perizim. And when they left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burnt with fire. Alright, we're going to get back to that scripture a little bit. Let me just get you to the other anointings of David. Because he was anointed three times. The first time he was anointed, we find it in the book of First Samuel 16, chapter 16. God sends, sends Samuel to go anoint a king in the house of Jason. And verse 13 says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. So the first anointing that David received was among his brothers. Alright? And he was anointed king. Remember he was anointed king. You know what a king is. Someone that, takes, that walks in dominion. Uh, dominion mentality, dominion attitude. So he was anointed among his brothers. Alright, among his brothers. As king over Israel. All, actually, all the three anointings has to do with the dimension of the king. He was anointed king among his brothers. So, first time when God anoints you, you might be young. David actually was three, was about 15 years old. Can you imagine? What a, what a big jacket that came upon him. Can you imagine 15 year old boy anointed as king? At that time, all he knew was to move around with his father's ship. And when he was anointed king, he was actually not even recognized. Actually, when you read the scriptures, he was not part of the boys that Jesse brought. They considered him as an outcast. Bible scholars tell us that it could be because of the way he was born. He was born outside marriage. So it looks like they didn't really, you know, they just looked at him as, as an outcast. So he was born seemingly in a, a disadvantaged situation. But God had his finger on him. At, at 15 years, God pointed at him. So, when you are still young, 12, 13, 14, when you are still young, when you are still young, 
You may find that there's an anointing that God has already released on you concerning your, your purpose and what you're supposed to fulfill on earth. That's, that's the reason why in your youth, save God because of the destiny that is in front of you. So you may be, right now as a young person, you may be carrying a serious anointing. It's almost like God puts a big jacket on you. It's an anointing comes on you like a jacket. Like a mantle. It's, it's the ability of God coming upon you. The ability of God. You know, coming upon you to give you capacity and capability to do that which you cannot do in your own strength. So when you're still young, it could be so big you may not understand it. But it, you will help yourself as a young person to focus on the things of God. So that you go through the process to the second anointing and the third anointing. Some young people perish before they have the second anointing. Or the third affirmation. So as a young person, I want to speak to, to young people. There's something powerful on your life right now. Don't wait till you are 50 years old to become, to make a difference. Even at 15, David was anointed. As king. Can you imagine? He was king. But he was 15 years old. So his jacket was like this. So he needed to grow in it. That's why the power of growth in life is very important. Because you remember the Bible says the Philistines came to search for David. The process of life from the first anointing to the third anointing gave him, gave him time to grow. In life, life demands that you grow. You cannot have a big jacket and you don't grow in it. You have to grow. God anoints you now so, so that you can have focus and realize, um, I, you know, my destiny is serious. And I need to grow into this. Because when, when the faith affirmation comes, it is tear up the Philistines. It is terror up the Philistines. And they'll come searching after you. At that moment, if you didn't grow, they'll take you out. Aborted destiny, aborted purpose. Because they'll come and search after you. That word search means maybe they are trying to find a position around to capture you. Which simply means the no, enemy at that moment he will come he will come emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Searching where you are at. He says there are some people that are grown up like Milo. But emotionally they are dwarfs. 
can't relate with people at work. Which means the person is just grown mentally or intellectually, but emotionally they are not grown. Just a small issue. Manifesting. So we have So the enemy is going to search is this person, how big are you mentally? Mentally simply meaning, are you maturing in the mind? Is there enough knowledge in your mind? People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Which simply means if you have not grown in knowledge. In knowledge. In knowledge. You are a big person. Look, tall person, but, but in the mind you are so short. Like he will get you. He will destroy you for lack of knowledge. You have to have different types of knowledge on earth. You, you need to have relational knowledge. You must have financial knowledge. How do you how does money come in and go out from your life? You might have you must have spiritual knowledge. You must have spiritual warfare knowledge. You must have all the types of knowledge to deal with life. Because when he is coming after you, you'll search to see what do you know. Even that person that dribbled you, they take, took advantage of you from the point of view that you didn't know. Two, they took a point advantage because you were short emotionally. They excited you. They excited you and then you fell for it. So, life must be balanced in growth. It must be balanced mentally, grown mentally, grown emotionally. Grown, it must be balanced, it's stable emotionally. Amen? So, he'll check on your emotional, he'll check on the mind. He'll check also your ability to make decisions. Because he's searching, he wants to abort. So that's why God gave David from 15 years process. He went through process so he could begin to grow. Tell somebody that it's important for you to grow and mature. You can't be behaving the same way you used to behave two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I like a child. I acted like a child. Growth means you outgrow certain things and grow into certain things. Amen? So David, at 15, anointed. For purpose, for Then he goes through a process. And then again, he is anointed by Judah. Let me give you that. Second Samuel chapter 2. Verse 4. Then the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. 
first anointing activated certain things. Actually, actually you remember that sword put called him and brought him into his house. And at the junction, he began to be jealous of him. You remember that? So the first anointing will take you through the processes of dealing with jealous people. And not how to be jealous with other people's blessings. Because sometimes the things you speak about other people is because you are jealous. But you don't want to admit it, that you're just jealous. 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 Hey, yeah, you, you can see. Look at her. You were you just jealous. In the real sense, when we look deep into your heart, you are jealous. Because the same things you are criticizing another one, you have the same thing. You are doing the same thing. Actually, worse. So David had to rise above jealous. Are you listening, church? Yes. One of the reasons some of us are not really breaking through. Because we are afraid of jealous people. You know, and subconsciously, unconsciously, you can literally run away from your breakthrough because you are afraid of what people are going to do when they get jealous. Oh yeah, some people, you, you push away your promotion because you're afraid. Because they'll talk. Jealous people talk. So you push away. In, in, you begin to do certain things, like you, you, you get captured by the speed of rejection. You begin to do certain things that you make sure that they don't promote your job. And you're doing that unconsciously. You fight with your boss, you come late to work, you don't finish your work at the right time. The real issues you are afraid is that they'll promote you. Because you know how jealous all your workmates are. The first anointing will help you to rise above jealous. Because it will take you through a process of being hunted. David was hunted day and night. He was moving from rock to rock, hiding. Because of their mantle, the anointing that was upon his life. It was stretching him to, for growth. Are you ready for breakthrough? Hello, are you ready for breakthrough? Are you sure you're ready for breakthrough? Are you sure you're ready for breakthrough? The anointing of breakthrough is here. The God of breakthrough is here. The power of breakthrough is here. It's already on you. So David was anointed, the first anointing, among his brothers, so that he can rise above familiarity, and above that which people know about him. Because his brothers knew him. They saw him being born. They saw him growing up. They saw him waiting his bed. Okay, fine. 
There are people that saw you. But God doesn't care. He'll still anoint you. So God, right among his brothers, anointed him with the kingly anointing. So now he had to develop an attitude to rise above their familiarity. About him. There are people right now in your life that are so used to you. And God is drawing you to a breakthrough. And they don't see it in your life. So, because they're familiar with you. Your family. Because he will anoint you among them. Malumes, he will anoint you right among them. You remember these boys were standing there as someone was anointing them. And the anointing only began to flow on David. When it came to the other brothers, the anointing refused to flow. Just flowing on a little boy. I like that one, Pinza. In the eyes of people. <laughs> in the eyes of people. There are some people that have disqualified you. Because there's something outside, outside of their law thinking concerning you. Then 2 Samuel 2. He is now anointed by the tribe of Judah. Remember, first of all, he was anointed among his brothers. Second, he goes to a place called Hebron and there he, he makes his dwelling and the tribe of Judah comes to him and says, be king over us. Anointed by the tribe of Judah. Over Judah, the tribe. One tribe. Israel had 12 tribes. Right? Empowered. Judah means let God be praised. You see, when you have gone through rejection, pain, all kinds of things, you need an empowerment of praise and worship. In other words, to serve God even in pain. Because your therapy becomes praise and worship. Because praise and worship is therapeutic in nature. If you read the Psalms of David, the worship, the praise that is in there. He, he was, because that's the only way. That's the only way he was able to remain sane in his mind. He had too many haters. He had too many haters. Rejectors. So, so he, he needed that dimension. The Judah anointed to him. See, they were anointing him because they liked him to be their, their king. But they didn't realize that they were prophetically releasing something. So God will empower you with the attitude and the, 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 and the, the, the attitude of praise and worship when, you, when your destiny is great because you're going to go through things. Empowered to serve even during hard times and seasons of life. 
Nomakusebenda na setkazinde timatima. Are you listening, church? Amen. All these are prophetic things and they are very important for people that want to fulfill destiny and purpose. Then the third anointing. David was anointed by all tribes of Israel at Hebron. Second, Second Samuel chapter 5 verse 1 to 3. It reads like this. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and spoke, saying, Indeed, we are your bone and your flesh. Also in, in time past, when Saul was king over us, you were the one who laid Israel out and brought them in. And the Lord said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over the Israel. Therefore, all the elders of Israel all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. And King David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel. Donke tivete ma Israel teta guta vite e Hebron. Tafiga tati. Sine si nyama yako nengati yako. Katse nye si katse saula ase inkose eti kwezi. Mwe luwa hola sivese ma Israel. Nasie ugulwa eti mpini. Simagatse wakuluma kuwe wati. Wena utaubangumelusi wesive sami ema Israel. Ube ngumbusi waso. Bati kubeba fige bonke baholi bema Israel. Nkosi ni Davide e Hebron. Nkosi yenda nabo sivumeluano e Hebron. Embi wa simagatse. Base ba mtoba Davide. Kuti abe nkosi yema Israel. So David made a covenant with him. With Davide wenda sivumeluano. So he was anointed Hebron. The final anointing. This is the anointing that caused them, the Philistines to begin to nyakata. I'll let you know why. Hebron means seat of association. It means corporate. It means corporate agenda. It means community. It also means an alliance. It means unity. So now when the Philistines realized that this man is anointed prophetically to unite all Israel and, and at that place of covenant, he says David made covenant with them. They anointed him now over all Israel, not just part of Israel. So now, now he was not just recognized by his brothers, among his brothers, or just a tribe or a tribe, but all the tribes. So now there was an alliance, the power of unity, the power of association. From that moment onwards, you can, if you read the whole chapter, you will see that then David went, went to, to, the, to, the, to the stronghold of the Jubisites and took it over. Just read the whole chapter. You'll find that that's, after this anointing, he took, he took over the Jubisite side. They, that, that mountain was not taken by anyone in history. From Joshua to Moses, they never took it. Then Moses, then, then David took it up and he called it Zion, which is now your Jerusalem. From the power of association, unity. 
Do you see that the message of unity is very important? Yeah? When everything joined to joined, bond to bond, everything came together. Even when God restores something, he brings bond to bond. So when the Philistines heard that now this guy was anointed from the place of unity, this, this Israel is going to be a force. Let's go after him. They came for him. And because he's a, he's a guy that went through processes with God, he, he inquired from God, what should I do? And God said, go after them. I'll give you the breakthrough. Now, since David had, had dealt with the first anointing and the second anointing, he knew how to fight. He didn't stay when he heard that they're coming after him. The Bible says he also stood up and went after them. He didn't just lock himself in the house. He didn't just have a pity party. You see, in your, in your youth, God trains you to walk, to fight, to be strong, to mature. So that at, at every verge of breakthrough, you don't quit. You see, you see, this is a season of breakthrough. But some people are going to miss it. Because they don't understand. Look, the Philistine will come at you at the place of breakthrough. Let me give you the meaning of Philistine. It is a people from the land of Palestine. Palestine. Those from or in the land of Palestine. The land of wanderers. 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 Land of strangers. It also means road in the dust. Dust mentality. It also means wallowing. Like a pig wallows in the dead. So, when the Philistine is coming against you, he is coming to cause you to wander. You're going to have mental gymnastics. When, when the breakthrough is right in front of you, but you're having mental gymnastics. The land of strangers. Even when God is just bringing the breakthrough when you are busy thinking you are a stranger. We were foreigners in relation to Israel. Not now. You are no longer a foreigner. You are a, you are a child of God. You, the Philistines will come and roll you in the dust. Like a pig in the dust. So that's what they are bringing when they are coming. Forward. It's a spirit. It's a satanic spirit. I said it's a satanic spirit. Are you listening? So the Philistines came up against him so they can cause him to continue wandering. If you remember very well, David was a wanderer from one rock from one place so he was being chased. So now he is getting established in his purpose. Established in who he is. Established in God's calling for his life. God's purpose for his life. And they want to take him back into wandering. 
Moving like a foreigner everywhere. Because that's how he lived his life. Running away from Saul. So when they heard that David was anointed at Hebron, when they heard that he was anointed in the house of his father, they didn't react. They didn't react. When they heard that he was anointed by Judah, they didn't react. But when they heard that he was anointed by... In other ways, this guy is going to unify Israel. He's going to become a force to reckon with. So listen, church, at the point of unity, you are established. I'll say it again. At the, that message last week was not a joke. Because, it, it, because Hebron means association, community. It means corporate agenda. It, 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 it means when everybody is holding together, moving together in one place, in one, in one direction. So then David says, can I go after them? God says, go after them. Then he goes after them. That's why we get the word breakthrough. He says, now he goes, that's why our text comes into play. All that, all that I was giving you was an introduction. In terms of the breakthrough. So there's no breakthrough without unity. There's no breakthrough without the dimension of praise and worship. And there's no breakthrough without you rising above your family devils. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? Tell somebody, don't sleep now. Wake up. Because the message is just beginning. The message is just what? Beginning. Anointed by all Israel now. At Hebron. Now, that he says, God gave him a breakthrough. He defeated the Philistines. And they called the place Baal-Perazim. Tell your neighbor, welcome to Baal-Perazim moment. <laughs> Not moment, but moment. I tell somebody else, welcome to Baal-Perazim moment. So it simply means in this season, it's breakthrough after breakthrough. And God is going to wipe away your tears because welcome to Baal-Perazim. Breakthrough moments, your tears, your pain, your sorrows, just like David, they're going to be wiped because you've come to Balparazim. It's going to be Balparazim moments, and there's nothing the devil can do about it. I say there's nothing the devil can do about it when God decrees a thing. It shall be established. Somebody say, I believe it. Somebody shout, I believe it. The word breakthrough means a productive insight. 
Hey, the word breakthrough means a productive insight. Because sometimes you need to be told what breakthrough is. That word breakthrough means a productive insight. Understanding of a complex situation. In other words, no matter how complex your situation is, there's going to be a productive, clear insight on what to deal, how to deal with whatever it is. That's breakthrough. You're going to discover in this season how come I didn't see it. That the way is just across there. Because God is giving you a productive insight in this season. Breakthrough means productive insight. You're going to have an insight into complex situations. You're going to understand why certain things were happening the way they were happening. It's going to give you insight. Breakthrough also means a sudden change of a situation. Sudden change of a situation. Like one moment the situation was like this. The second moment some things have just shifted. In other words, one moment you are down. The other moment you are just up. A sudden shift in a situation. That is a breakthrough. Because every prophetic insight will bring a sudden change. Oh, somebody shout amen. Another meaning of breakthrough is a penetration into the enemy's defense system. So when God releases a breakthrough anointing on you, you're going to penetrate into the enemy's defense system in a, in a place before you couldn't penetrate. You tried and you tried, you couldn't go through. But in this season, in this time, welcome to Barparazan. You're going to penetrate through the enemy's defense system. So put every devil that you want to put devil, put all the barricades and the barriers and the, there, is, there is a supernatural insight, supernatural strategy that is going to allow the people of God to penetrate and go through. Come on, shout amen. Shout amen. It also means penetration of a barrier such as an enemy's defense. A barrier. Many times you've been coming across barriers in life. You try to move and you hit the snag. But in this hour, in this season, we'll come to Barperazim, which simply means God in this hour, in this season, He's going to give you power. He's going to give you an anointing to break barriers. My God, to break barriers. Because the word, the word Parabarazim means the God of the breakthrough. Oh, the master of breakthrough. Micah 2 and 13 says, the one who breaks open with will come up before them. They will break out and pass through the gate. In other words, God did not break you out of the life of debauchery and sin and confusion so that you can just keep on wandering in the dust and wandering and wandering. He wants to bring you into 
your purpose into your destiny into who you really are into what you really created you to be on this planet listen church it's, it's, more, it's more than just having things it's, it's becoming who you are in God to break through into that you know we, we are not talking about just things and things you can, you can have all the things actually and still, and still be miserable but it takes purpose it takes walking in destiny to bring shalom and peace inside of you so the breaker in this season will go before you the master of breakthrough will go before you she will break every obstruction you break anything that it hinders are you listening church you break every satanic structure or object that have been holding to be, from becoming who you're supposed to become because the first breakthrough before you begin to have things is to break through to be who you are how many know that if you're not who you are you don't feel okay Hello, you don't feel okay? Till God breaks your heart cocoon, breaks you out of those limitations, and making sure that the giant inside of you comes out. That is the first breakthrough for you to have a revelation and insight of who you really are. Don't grow old very old and still don't know who you are. Samba shout amen. Come on, Samba shout amen. We'll come to Balparazim. And, and in this season, you've got to take the word of God seriously. There is nothing impossible. I said there will be nothing impossible. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Because what's going to happen in your life is going to shock you. Shock everybody around you. And make you think you're dreaming. I'm speaking to somebody. I don't know about some of you, but I'm speaking to somebody. What God is going to do in your life, how God is going to break you out of things and break you into some powerful things, it's going to shock you. You're going to be like Peter in prison. Actually, when you read the whole story, it says that the Philistines came back again. And David again inquired of the Lord. And God told him this time, don't go after them, go around them. Go around them. And when you hear sound in the mulberry tree, of a marching army. Attack. What does that mean? It means there's going to be a manifestation of angelic activities. So the marching army in the trees of Mulberry, the Mulberry tree, the Mulberry tree, that was the army of God. It's the same army that marched in Peter's prison. When Peter was 
put in prison. He needed a serious breakthrough. Or else his head was going to be cut. And some of you need a serious breakthrough. Or else some hurts in your life are going to be cut. Financial head, relational head, marital head, all kinds of heads being kept. But when you hear sound of angelic activity, go after your breakthrough. In this season, God is going to release a matching army on your behalf. The Bible says Peter in prison in that prison before a breakthrough came there was a break in Mm, tell somebody God is going to break in. Something, you know, you know, some, some of you need a break in first before a breakthrough takes place. Because you are so much in a place of limitation, limited by generational thinkings, generational hexes and curses, limited by generational attitudes and all kinds of stuff. God needs to break in. I said, God needs to break in. Some of you, you are so hopeless inside. Hopeless. I mean, you're so hopeless. Tired. Peter was so tired, he was sleeping. Sleeping spiritually. You need a break in. You need a break in. Pinza. Pinza. Come on, Pinza. In other ways, he's going to break in. Because you are so tired, but there's been, there's been somebody praying for you. Somebody has been praying for you for years and years and years. Your mama, your grandmother, your, your friends, your relatives have been praying for you for years and years and years. Now you are at your bell parasite moment. God is about to break in. He's going to come in like an elephant. Unstoppable. Because he's a breaker. And the breaker goes before you. Somebody shout amen. The breaker goes before you in this season. Tired and lying down. And they were 24 soldiers. Now tell somebody, it doesn't matter how many soldiers. Demonic soldiers guarding. Demons of rejection. Demons of failure. Demons of discouragement. And disappointment. Demons of poverty. Guarding. Guarding so you don't get up. Guarding so you don't become They were guarding Peter right there. But angel broke in. One angel broke into the place. God is about to release angelic armies that are going to come on your behalf. They're going to break into your situation to break you out of the situation. To break you through. 
Oh yes. Somebody say I take that. I take that in my spirit. I receive that in my inner man. I believe God for a breakthrough in this season. I, I am tired of the place where I've been. I'm tired. I am tired. I am tired. I am tired. God have mercy. God come through. Demons of jealous guarding. But God is going to break in. And the Bible says the chains fell off. And the angel touched Peter and says, wake up. Put on your shoes. You know that miracle was one of, one of the most stupendous, amazing miracles. Because the angel talked to Peter, woke him up and caused him, and still made him to sleepwalk. That's what some of you need. You are so tired. God is, is going to wake you move beyond your cognitive understanding. Because if angels said, let's, let's go in the natural, Peter was going to be scared. Peter was going to look at the, the, the demon of jealous and say, hey, let me just stay in this prison. He was going to look at the East Angel of Oppression and he was going to say, hey, let me just sit here. He was going to look at the Angel of Discouragement and say, why? What for? But the Angel bypassed that. Spoke to his inner man. Spoke to his spirit. Arrested his five senses. So that he doesn't, so, so that he doesn't abort. Some of you have been aborting over years. Because of your, emo your emotional instability. Mental instability. But if you can trust God in this season, He's going to hold your five senses so He can break you out. Because somebody has been praying for you. Can you? Yes. Can you imagine a man sleeping, putting on his shoes while sleeping? What a miracle. He's sleeping, but he's putting on his shoes. No, he is sleeping, but he's putting on his shoes. The angel says, Let's move. He's sleeping, but he's walking. He goes through the first door. And he goes to the Elm Gate. When he's really into the city, then the angel says, okay, you're on your own now, bye-bye. Back to your senses. And Peter says, huh? For sure. I'm free. What happened? Can you imagine a neat Neat, very neat. Neat, no doors broken. Very neat. No burglar bus crashed. Just so neat a job. Tell somebody God is about to do a neat job. Very neat. 
No burglar bars broken. So neat a job. Only to wake up the guards in the morning and they get shocked. Because the job was so neat. God is going to give you a neat breakthrough. You will think you are dreaming. Oh yeah, you think you are dreaming. It's going to be so neat that those that were guarding they will be shocked with all their chantings and all the demonic altars they will say what happened because we thought we hung the, we, we, we kungad this person what happened all these altars that we created, all this damn witchcraft that we did, how come this person is out of here? He's the God of the breakthrough. The master of breakthrough has, has come in, has come in like an elephant. And you pull you out of that situation. And when God begins to do what he needs to do, he doesn't need permission from your boss. He doesn't need the permission from any human being. He just does it himself. Is somebody excited in the house? The, welcome to Bel Parazim. The master of breakthrough is here. His name is Jehovah. He is Yahweh. He is Jehovah Jireh. And he's going to do some things. He's going to do some things in your life. That's going to make you what? 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 <laughs> Even those that were praying for you will be shocked. Like those that were praying for Peter. They will think it is a, it's an angel. Yet it was him, really. Him. Are you still there, church? But remember, the anointing is already on you. Remember. The, the anointing of Judah comes upon you. You know why it comes upon you? Because in the places of complaining, instead of praising, you abort your abort. Don't you ever do the work of God with, with, with complaining? It doesn't work, it cancels everything. And remember to come to that place of unity. Psalm 133. How good. How pleasant. It is. For brethren to do together in unity. It's like ointment. Anointing. Poured forth. On the head of Aaron, goes down to his slave, his shoulders, and to his cats. And he says, There the Lord commands the blessing. There the Lord commands the breakthrough. 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 When, when you tell yourself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in unity, when you step on my toes, I will say glory. When you hit me back, 
I'll say hallelujah. When you talk about me, I'll say Lord bless him. Bless him. When you mess me up, I'll bake you a cake. I'll bring you to your working place. Before your colleagues. Because I am committed to a place of unity, association, community. There the Lord commands breakthrough. If you want to see an explosion of the miraculous in this house, if you want to see healings and breakthroughs and all kinds of stuff going on, you better tell yourself, I'm going to walk in this anointing of unity. I refuse to become a man of strife, a woman of strife. I walk in the place of unity. There the Lord commands a blessing. He commands. He commands a blessing. He commands a blessing. He decrees a blessing. Then he says it shall be like a Jew of Hamon. Jew comes in the morning. So in other words, there God always speaks good morning. Weeping may enjoy for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Welcome to another day. Good morning. So no matter what happened yesterday, when we're in together in unity, God commands a breakthrough anointing. And it's always good morning. It's always new every morning. It's always fresh every morning. Breakthrough becomes fresh every morning. With the more the breakthroughs, the more the breakthroughs, the more the worship and the praise. Because there's no breakthrough without praise and worship. Neither is there praise and worship without the breakthrough. And when the breakthrough is released, then your homes and your families are going to be affected. Then you can go home and speak with authority. You can go home and speak with authority. You can go home to the place where they look down upon you. To the place where they will say you are nobody, you are nothing. Then you can go back home and speak with authority. And they'll sit down and listen. And listen. You might be so young, but they will listen. Because something has come upon you. It's the glory of God. It's the glory of breakthrough. It's the power of God. Do I have any breakthrough Christians? Stand on your feet, breakthrough Christians. The breaker goes before you. The devil is a liar. You have come to help. About parasim, to the master of the breakthrough, the Lord of the breakthrough. This is the action. Now, this is the glory. This is the power. You have to take it by faith. And you have to tell yourself, I'm going to walk in this word. I'm going to walk in this word. I'm going to practice this word. I'm going to walk in this word. And then you will be shocked what God is going to do. He's not a man, not the son of man, that is your change his mind. Has he not spoken it? Will he not bring it to pass? Are you the first one 
you might be the first one that if, if God does not bring to pass what he says you might be the first one because there's testimony after testimony there are testimonies all over this place about the God of breakthrough the master of the breakthrough lift up those hands Father even as we lift up our hands in the place of surrender I pray for these your people I pray for this baptizing moment. Pray for the anointing of breakthrough to begin to flow all over this place from man to man, from woman to woman, from boy to girl, all over this place, from our young ones to the oldest ones. Father, in the name of Jesus, nothing is impossible with you, all things are possible with you. Now I begin to speak over your children that the parasitic moments begin to be released. This season of breaking through or breaking out of situations begin to be released, oh God. That supernatural insight into complex situations begin to be released. That supernatural wisdom begin to be released all over this place, Father. Every door that was closed for ages and ages, this is the moment. Kick it open in the name of Jesus. Come in like a mighty elephant. Break into the people's lives. That sickness, that disease of years and years. Today in this place. My God. Break its power. Break its force. In the name of Jesus. Hey, those witchcraft enchantments and demonic altars speaking over years on your children, Father. Now we reverse those hexes and we break the power of that altar. Now, in the name of Jesus, locate those altars, consume them with the fire, just like you did with David, oh God. Let every God that has been speaking against these, your children, be consumed now with fire. In the name of Jesus. Now do only that which you can do all over this place. Only you can do the miraculous. Only you can shift atmosphere and change situations in homes, in families, in finances, oh God, in relationships. Only you. Now do it all over this place. All over this place. All over this place. Moving the lives of your children. Moving their businesses. Moving their careers. Moving their ministries. Let giants begin to rise in this place. Let giants begin to rise in this place. Let giants begin to rise in this place. I hear the Lord says, I begin to raise up giants in this place. For there comes a time, even a moment in this hour, that giants shall begin to rise. Financial giants, spiritual giants, anointed giants shall begin to rise in this place like never before. For ye shall be known even as the mountain of the house of the Lord that shall begin to rise even in this season. Even many shall know that surely giants are rising in this place. And they shall come and run and say, how do you do it? And you shall tell them, it's the God of Parazim. It's the God of breakthrough that is moving among us. Know that my children, I begin to do new things among you. Forget the former things and begin to hold that which I am doing in this hour. Forget the past issues. Forget the past failures. Forget the past confusions. For I do a new thing. I am a God of good morning. For the Lord says, yes, this is a good morning. So many of you, there have been so kinds of issues in your lives. But the Lord says, good morning in this hour, in this season. Forget the former things because, because I do a new thing. Says the Spirit of the living God. Hey, Lama, how shall I be? Hey, commando, set up. 
here comes a fresh anointing here comes a fresh grace for the Lord says I bring fresh grace and fresh anointing no more tiredness no more discouragement no hopelessness I bring a fresh grace and a fresh anointing for you shall run and not be weary and you shall mount up with wings like eagles and you shall go to higher places places you've never flown before for sure there comes an eagle anointing even upon you to cause you to ascend to higher heights of revelation higher heights of understanding higher heights of wisdom higher heights of knowledge higher heights of stability and, stam and stamina even in the spirit for the Lord says I take you up for I am a mighty eagle and I lift you up as eagles Shaya ya 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 Lekoma hosunde ya haya Nikodoba sukeriantala manda yala Likoshetele mosukendabaya Father we bless you We glorify you Come on just begin to thank him Begin to honor him Begin to glorify him Begin to praise him Begin to adore him Come on, begin to tell him, I love you, I worship and adore you, O oh God. I give you glory, I give you to adoration, I give you praise. Come on, seal it. Seal it with the praise. Seal it with the thanksgiving. Seal it. Father, we bless you. We glorify you. We give you glory. You alone are glorious. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you were blessed and energized for your breakthrough season.